That's it, Daddy. Nachos for life. The Nacho World Order is the new NWO, baby. Nacho Mamas and the L Train over here at Bigfoot Pro Wrestling Podcast. The New World Order and podcasting and nachos today, man. Uh, Let me tell you, we're going to be at this coming week. Wednesday, August the 26th, Black Raven Brewing in Redmond from 4 to 7.30 p.m. Thursday, August 27th, Stoop Brewing in Ballard. 5 to 8 p.m. that day, and then Friday, August the 28th, No Boat Brewing in Snoqualmie, 4 to 8 p.m., one of my favorite places, one of Mrs. Clam's favorite places, uh, even did a couple podcasts there, and then uh, Saturday, August the 29th, Urban Family Brewing in Ballard, 1 to 8 p.m., and then Sunday, Locust Cider, plus five wineries at the Junction in Woodenville, 12 to 4. Well, let me get to this... Uh, this amazing, this just, oh, just looking at this menu just makes me, I can't even speak. Lola's nachos, cheddar cheese sauce, chorizo, cotilla cheese, sweet corn, pickled Fresno chilies, and garlic cilantro mayo. You can get a tofu tostada, blueberry agua fresca, and then white chocolate lemon poppy seed brownie oh baby that's it this is the best going today the nacho world order baby you got to get over there get your nachos check them out at nachomamaseattle.com at nachomamasca on twitter at nachomamaseattle facebook instagram hashtag nachos and beer hashtag nachomamaseattle hashtag best nachos on the planet today baby Be talking to some of the fans up in the, the Pacific Northwest. Your Demi got him. Yeah. Pretty good, darling. Pretty good. Yo! We're the Boros twins. They know me by PCO to the horror show. Freaking me out, man. <laughs> Freaking me out, yo! We are leaving the station! L Train, take us out! Hey, yo, this is the Bigfoot Pro Wrestling Podcast. This is episode 167. Somehow, some way, I don't know what happened. How we got to this number. But I am here, and uh, across from me, since we've been back, she's been here each and every week with me, <laughs> Mrs. Clams. She's not up to 100% tonight, <laughs> but she agreed to be on here for the sake of this podcast. Oh, and yeah. Mrs. Clams, what a trooper. I love you so much. Thank you <laughs> for joining us of tonight course. for this quick opening before we enter a nice little uh, show with the one and only... And we'll talk about it in a minute. Okay. How are you? Oh, other than a splitting headache, I'm great. How are you? Uh, I'm doing pretty, pretty, pretty good. You know, it's been a pretty good week. You know, we're only on, uh, what are we, on Tuesday? Uh, feels uh, like usually, the weeks never end. Usually tomorrow would be the Wednesday evening pizza and wrestling. Yes. But we don't get to have that tomorrow night because AEW is not going until thursday night correct so we gotta revamp everything and you know i do have a 
podcast recording on Thursday night. I know. With somebody, but I don't announce podcasts anymore until I record them. Yes. Otherwise, you get into a little bit of trouble. Yep. I know. But speaking of AEW, what did you think the other night? Do you think that show was a little rushed on Saturday because yes. of the NBA playoffs? I didn't. I yeah, it was not up to the usual standard. You know, I was so I excited. Eight, you know, Saturday was a really big wrestling day. It was huge. You know, it was I on got, all day. I got a bunch of notes, but uh, we got up all day. What was the morning show? I put on a morning show. It all is blurred together. Listen, I don't no, even know. No, it wasn't GCW, but I, I don't know. I wrote it all down here somewhere. But uh, there was uh, morning wrestling to check into. Oh, it was uh, Black Label Pro. Excuse me. That morning show on Saturday that started at like 930 in the morning. Mm-hmm. That was a great show. Yeah. I mean, you were sitting here doing your thing, you know, uh, getting uh, another book ready or, you know, whatever it might have been you were doing. But you're even saying, this ain't a bad show, you know. And we were checking it out. And, uh, you know, from top to bottom, that Black Label Pro Wrestling show in the morning on Saturday was really. It was. Really. Really, really. Yep. Entertaining. It was. And it was phenomenal. But then, uh, like I said, later in the day. We got the AEW show. It seemed really. Anyway, we had to like take a little snippet there for a second. The dog, Mr. Wren, had to go out back. He took like a five-minute pee. I don't know what it was. But anyway, that was a little uh, intermission there. The dog had to pee. But anyway, we watched Black Label Pro this weekend. We watched AEW on Saturday. Okay, what was it? Sunday morning, we got up, we were doing some stuff. I watched some, uh, I think it was Beyond Wrestling Mm -hmm. for a little while on uh, IWTV. Yeah, was that the sunscreen show? I think so. And then uh, you were going to run up to the store. Or was that Sunday or Saturday? (laughs) See, there was so much wrestling this this weekend, I'm forgetting about it. (laughs) Mrs. Clams... Ran out. I think maybe it was Saturday. That was Saturday. For the GCW show. Okay, here's my point. Oh, God. I Make it. ordered the GCW show Saturday on Fight TV, and then it turned out to be all death matches. Yeah, boo. And you came home and you're <laughs> like, what the hell are we watching? I'm like, I guess it's death matches, and uh, let's turn it off. That's not really our thing. No. If anyone else is in to death matches, hey, whatever. that is your thing. I'm not, not hypocritical. Just doesn't work for us. Nope. But anyway, you know, <laughs> this opening here. That was a long way to get to we're, that. We're okay. winging it the best we can. Uh, apparently. <laughs> so who's on the show today? Uh-uh. We're about to go live with the one and only. Five, really? He is Max. From live Without on a Cause. Memorex. Yes, it's live. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he he actually is here. Yeah, I, I thought so. Okay, come on, he's here in the other room. <laughs> we were recording this entire show. Yeah, live from the Bigfoot Pro Wrestling headquarters. Okay, recording studio. Anyway, if it's you the will, one baby. And only Max. But anyway, Max is going to be here this week. We're uh, about to uh, fire it up. And, You're wearing uh, your Max gear, by the way. I noticed. 
I just got this in the mail. My hat's not on my head. I noticed I didn't get any. No, it was about me. Uh huh. But anyway. Never mind when the Kraken t shirts went on sale. How many did I order? Okay. Why are we putting me on the spot? Two. Two. As two. We're $45 t shirts. Two. Opening. And what do you get? You order whack. And what do I get? You didn't Nothing. get a goddamn thing. Nothing. You hand me a bill. Yeah. That's where we're at, folks. That's where we're See, at. See, now you just wrecked this whole entire <laughs> opening, calling me out. I don't even know what the hell is going on here. Just for that, anyway. I'm going to have to call you out on Twitter and tag Max. All right. We'll do that. But anyway, let's get on to the show <laughs> with the one and only Max. We talk all kinds of stuff. We did what we did talk death matches. Yes. And why I said, Max, why are we talking death matches? That's not how exactly I said it. I said, Max, yeah. what about death matches? And he said, uh, Mick Foley. Yeah. Was his, one of his uh, big favorites, one mm-hmm. of his big heroes, one of his legends, yep. if you will. So we talk about that. We talk about Without a Cause. We talk about uh, their merch, which is now on sale over at, uh, oh, shit. And I got this great merch yes. that you're talking about over at Brain Busters Tees, man. There we go. At Brain Busters Tees over at, uh, over looks, on uh, the old like Twitter where the kids. Like, it's very high quality. Very nice, I'm soft the cotton. Shirt. You know, uh, like those Kraken shirts. Oh, man. Those Kraken shirts that you were talking about <laughs> that, you know, you bought us and I didn't buy you a goddamn thing. I know. You know, it was about me this time. I know. Look at this. But look at the shirt. Yes, but that shirt looks soft like those Kraken shirts, it which is are soft, crazy soft. Like the Kraken shirt, but the point is, it's got a Bigfoot on it. It does, and it I suggested the, you get it. It is the Bigfoot Loves Whack t-shirt that you can get at Brain Busters Tees right now. I know. My cord's all jacked up here, by the way. Yeah. Anyway. I think Max needs to put out a Mrs. Clams limited edition t-shirt or something i'm just saying mrs clams limited edition t-shirt something something awesome like that well maybe we can uh i don't know if it's up to max but maybe we can talk to the people at <laughs> brain busters tees <laughs> yeah i see that happen and uh okay. see what we can do but yeah. anyway anyway we talk about max let's get to max this week we talk to max and we have a great time, and uh, let's get to this week. Let's and do it. Uh, you can listen to all Bigfoot Pro Wrestling shows at bigfootprowrestling.com. And wherever you get your podcasts. That is correct. And you can follow me on Twitter, BFPW Podcast. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to say at Selfish Bastard. No? That's I am kind of a selfish that is bastard. Not, that's not your handle now? No. Okay. At. BFP. What is it? Podcast. There we go. At BFP. And how do you follow the one and only Mrs. Clams? Clams. Assuming you want to. At K.A. Miltimore. And by the way, I am halfway through. (laughs) A short story. (laughs) The short story that we talked about on last week. Yes, you are. Good for you. And you saw me reading it. And so we are holding off. On that review, until next week. Yeah, don't hold I'm your I'm a very breath, slow folks. reader. Very, 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 very. Yeah, except when it's wrestling books. But anyway. Hey, this is wrestling. 
<laughs> Cinderella. Let's get to Max. And wrestling. Before we get to Max, where is it? Oh, creating Cinderella. And you get it? Amazon. All right. Here is Max. I'm the old train. You are Mrs. Clams. And we are leaving the station. There we go. Doot, doot. Hey, yo, this is the L Train. We're back. Another one, uh, another great one, and uh, bringing back a friend. Uh, man, a lot has happened since I last talked to this guy about, uh, what is it, five months ago now, back in March. Uh, man, the man over at Without a Cause and a whole lot more, Mr. Uh, Max. How you doing, brother? Hey, what's up, Lyle? Good to, good to hear you. Good to, good to, good to be back. Uh, it has been quite a while, but I'm glad to... Uh, chit chat with you and and sit down and and talk things wrestling video games etc etc over the next like 30 45 minutes oh man it's gonna be fun uh always uh love chatting with you i've missed you missed the the whack family you know everyone that goes to the shows you know producer rob and and you know just everyone uh my man philip and just so alex you know i could just keep naming them you know that keep popping into my head there but miss all those guys miss you miss the uh without a cause family and uh man Hopefully, uh, at some point we'll get back there, man. But last time we spoke, it was in March. You were just at, you were just about to have a good card, man. A great card, by the way. It was going to be for the tag team championships. I can't remember what else was going on that night. I'm sure you do, but, uh, dude, speak on being a wrestling promoter in the pandemic and just personally on the pandemic, how it's affected you, your friends. You know, I know one thing we can bring up here in a little bit is Tony V's. Yeah, so um, you know it it's it's odd because uh, I'm a homebody. Like I, I like staying home when I'm not running shows. And uh, after being like after working from home for uh, three, well, now it's been oh my god, it's going to be five months. After working from home for five months, um, I'm kind of sick of it. I'm ready to go back into like Seattle and everything. Um, but uh, you know it's it it's weird because at the beginning, we all thought, okay, well we'll we'll be off for a couple of months and then we'll be back in like you know, a maybe May, maybe June, and uh, then May rolled around and we're like, okay, we've got to make the call to cancel all of our shows, hmm. and uh, go from there and figure out what's going what like what what we're doing. So uh, the 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 good thing was and the good thing is is that wrestling promoting and independent wrestling unless you're paying for like storage for a ring or like anything else that is like a monthly occurrence we're not losing any money um like i'm paying our our graphics guy a little bit of money every month just to have him on retainer just for the couple of things that like we might have cooking up or if i need a logo for something like I can always, uh, you know, I can always uh, count on Justin HGPL11 on <laughs> Facebook. He's incredible. Um, he's done all of our graphics. He did video editing for our first few shows. Uh, he's truly, truly a wizard. Um, so, you know, that's the only expense, and that's covered by Twitch. And we'll talk about Twitch in a couple of minutes. But uh, you know, it's it it's fine for us. It kind of gave us a nice little reset button. Mm-hmm. on like what we want to do what we want to like push forward with um and then what like what what does without a cause mean to washington and what does without a cause mean to you know everett 
Um, especially now that there are two other promotions that aren't going to be running in the area, at least for the foreseeable future, um, in, in the ways uh, that they were in uh, 321 Battle and ECCW. Both yeah. of those places are currently uh, defunct, as it sounds. Um, so it's, you know, we're, you know, it's us, Defy, 5CC, and um, uh, what's the other one out here uh, on, this, <laughs> on this coast? Oh, we have Prestige. Prestige. So Prestige and uh, RPW, they're on the other side of the mountain. So really it's just us, Defy, and 5CC right. that are running, you know, well, the bigger shows. Right. And you have DOA down in um, in uh, Portland. DOA in Portland. Yeah. So in, in, in Washington, it, it, it's a little weird because we were a hot spot for, for the pandemic, for, for COVID. And, uh, you know... We can't do anything. I see all these places doing like outdoor shows. That's really cool. I wish that we could do something like that. It's just not going to happen. Um, not safely uh, anyway. And that's been our our number one thing is we're not going to do we're we're not going to do something just because we can. Uh, we want to make sure that everything is is safe. Everyone is safe, and uh, be back when it it makes sense. And if that means February or March, I guess that means February or March. That's that's what that's what we uh, are fine with. But thankfully, um, you know, we uh, we kind of kept in the eyes of the people of our fans while doing some rewatches of all of our events. Uh, every event except November 2018, which was our second show, which does not exist anymore in any type of uh, film way. Uh, the uh, we watched every single show. I think it was like. 13 shows that we ran and uh we raised a thousand dollars for our vfw home and like 150 bucks for hope link um and uh you know it's it's it that that was fun um and then we were doing some uh wrestling based video game twitch streams <laughs> uh which is a lot of fun um and then recently uh saturdays was typically our our wrestling themed day but over the last couple of weeks, we've been busy with another project, which is the uh, the Dragon Xplex Dojo, which is run by uh, Chris Ross and Dave Turner. It is the official training facility of Without a Cause, doing mm. very, very, very small classes. Everybody's wearing a mask. Um, everybody, if they're not in the ring, they're you know standing far apart. You know, the space is really, really big and open. So uh, it's that's been a that's been a lot of. It's been really, really good for us uh, to not only have you know people interested in wrestling still, but also you know people respect Dave and people respect Chris, and then obviously now that it's part of Without a Cause, it's uh, you know it's given it a little bit more oomph. I feel uh, as like a as like a, a legitimate thing rather than just like a, you know just a random like hey you can come and do free ring training basically. <laughs> so I'm glad that that's uh, blowing up. It, it sounds like it's been phenomenal. Like, you know, that's my word, phenomenal, on here. People give me a hard time for that. But anyway, um, man, the day I heard of it, I was like, what the hell are they talking about? This DZZ blah, 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 blah. You'll have to give us the, you know, the proper terminology on that. But I'm like, what the hell are they talking about, you know? And all of a sudden I was like, oh, they're going to run a school uh, uh, up there, you know, with Chris and Dave. And, you know, and then, you know, I was going to bring this up a little later. But anyway, it sounds like they've had a lot of... Uh, of the local talent even showing up. Like I know Jaden was up there and I know, uh, the, you know, the, the, 
Rock God and uh, his partner up there, Four Minutes of Heat, and uh, I think Rebel was up there and some others, man. Uh, you can even give more input on that than I could. Yeah, we, we, we had Drexel come up uh, on right. Monday. We had... Uh, are you there? Yes, I am. Okay, weird. Okay, sorry about that. Um, Yeah, we, we, we had Drexel come in. We had a couple of other folks uh, pop in from Oregon, uh, and... Uh, it's been really good. Um, obviously, everybody is, uh, you know, if they're not in the ring, they're either outside or, um, you know, doing promo work away from other people. So there's there's a lot of work that can be done outside of the ring. Um, everybody's training in masks. Uh, you know, obviously, you when, when you're working in the ring, you know, things get shifted. But I, I see it. I've been there all three days. Anytime that somebody's like mask slips up, they move they move it back immediately. So it's uh, it's really good. Um, obviously, like uh, uh, the the county that we're in is is moving to phase three, which is uh, shortly, hopefully, which is great. Uh, which means that we might be able to get in a couple more people. Um, but we're not pushing it. And also, uh, you know, it's only on the weekends, and it's only when uh, somebody from the VFW is there. So it's, uh, you know, it's been really, really good. A lot of people are interested. Um, and uh, I think that Dave and Chris have also uh, not not turned away people, but, like, let people know, hey, like, maybe you should only come on this day since we have a couple other people that aren't coming mm-hmm. to make sure that we don't have, uh, you know, don't have a crowding problem. So uh, that, that's been super helpful. Well, yeah, probably want to make it worth the, uh, the folks' while that are coming to uh, get that knowledge, right? Yeah, and uh, the and and the great thing is, while I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't be training in the ring, uh, like I, I I wouldn't be running training at all ever. Um, I do have other skills that are pertinent to wrestling, like the professional side of it, uh, talking to a promoter, uh, you know, doing social media stuff. That is kind of what I do on the on the outset of uh, of the wrestling stuff. So, uh, you know, at some point we will be doing like social media seminars when things are back to quote unquote normal, whatever that means, we will definitely be doing some sort of seminars, uh, for the people in interested. We already have a couple lined up. Uh, we're just waiting on timing to make sure that we're all good on, uh, the COVID response front. Right, right. You want to do it right. You want to get anyone in any, in any trouble or, you know, get anyone sick. So you gotta, you know. Go right. by the rules and, up there, and uh, and it's in Everett, right? Yeah, so it's up at the VFW, and uh, everybody gets temped before we before they enter the building. Um, every uh, between uh, between classes, uh, the ring is sanitized and disinfected. Um, it's it's the whole nine. Uh, we're you know making sure that it goes goes the uh, goes the right way. Um, and uh, you can find out more by going to the Facebook, which is Dragon. It's D R G N X P L E X Dragonplex nice. um, Dojo on Facebook. Well, I'm glad somebody finally like got me in on the uh, the, the the spelling and the uh, pronunciation <laughs> of that. I didn't want to screw it up, but thank you very much for that. But uh, if you don't mind, can I ask about a wrestling class without you know you giving up the secrets of wrestling and stuff, right? When that door opens and these folks come in, you know, maybe the new people, what happens from kind of start to beginning of a, you know, I don't know how long your classes are, two, three, four hours, what they might be, 
But uh, what happens during those hours? Do you do different drills? Do you work conditioning? You know, I, I have no idea what happens behind closed doors. So at least for the for for the foreseeable future, for like the next like two or three weeks, we're uh, what I figure, and I'm not running classes, so I'm 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 kind of uh, para- paraphrasing what I know that Dave and Chris are doing is uh, they're going to be doing a little bit more of figuring out where people are in terms of like their athleticism um, because from there they can determine, okay, well you need to work on cardio. Everybody needs to work on cardio, uh, especially because during the pandemic, everybody has either been home or not working in like the regular space, that kind of thing. So everybody works on cardio plus ring cardio is very different than any other kind of cardio. So um, working on cardio conditioning, uh, then the first thing that we try to, that they try to instill is, um, you know, learning how to run the ropes, uh, which is always fun because people who don't know how to run the ropes, uh, it's always interesting to see how they mm-hmm. think to run the ropes, and it's it's hilarious. Um, and then the other thing is uh, learn how to bump, learn learn how to take that first that first fall. Mm. So a lot of the uh, like a, a lot of the opening spots are you know hey, making sure that you know how to fall. Like when you when you hit your back bump and you roll you roll back up, what you're doing, making sure that you're not hitting your head. Uh, you know when you're running the ropes, you want to make sure that it's a pattern and it's a rhythm and not you know happy feet uh, or like pitter patter. <laughs> so uh, yeah, that uh, that's a lot of like the beginning of the class, especially if we ha- if if they have any beginners in the class, like people who have not done anything. Um, but outside of that, it's uh, you know drills, learning. Um, how to trust your your ring partner so whoever you're in the ring with learning how to trust them uh and uh giving your body to another person because that's you know it's it, it's kind of like dancing it takes it takes two to tango and it takes at least two to wrestle so well hey you know just i'm sorry to interrupt you just real quick but how hard is that man i mean especially in today's wrestling it's not just you know headlock you know wrist lock you know you your guys flip out of the ring there's a lot more athleticism than there maybe was years ago you know lives on the line next things like that uh, how how hard is that max you know it's it, it's been a long time since i've <clears throat> done um like i've done anything that would have constituted as like needing to be in trust of another person but just the stuff that i've done in the last like week about like rolling around taking some moves doing some moves um you know it's it's as long as long as you can protect yourself first and foremost, that's also something that, 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 that is taught almost immediately is, hey, you know, if you're going to a place that you don't know and maybe the person you're working isn't as trained as you are or, you know, there's, you know, a thousand different things that could go wrong. Um, just make sure how to, how to protect yourself. So learning how to get out of a situation that might be dangerous because uh, it's wrestling, it's it's you know it's violent, it's a contact sport, it's mm-hmm. a combat sport. So, uh, but yeah, it's it, it's really just uh, you know making sure that you know you you talk about whatever the the bigger things you want to do, uh, the general story of the match, um, and outside of that, you can it's kind of like improv. You just kind of go go with the flow, and if so, if th- something doesn't feel right, then you find a way out of it. And, uh, you know, towards the end, is there, you know, the kind of the older guys, the, maybe the guys that have been there for a while, kind of maybe touch base with those younger guys, kind of let them know, like, hey, you know, you need to work on this, you know, A, B, and C. 
you know, get on them a little bit, give them some encouragement, or you know, get in their ass a little bit. Uh, so the so the whole like wrestling is is like is 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 a hard. Obviously, it's it's incredibly hard. Uh, wrestling is is super duper hard to get into, and taking the bumps and training is is not is not easy. If if it was easy, everybody would do it. But the uh, the the old the, the old school like you know go and punch a brick wall for forty minutes and then uh. you know how to you know punch like that that stuff is done. Uh, it's it's over. We, you know there's no there's nothing like that anymore, uh, or at least there shouldn't be um, <laughs> in any modern uh, modern school. Uh, so making sure that like the new kids know, hey, you know, you threw a hell of a drop kick or, hey, you know, your bumps are looking really good. Like, that goes a long way. So it, it's definitely more encouragement. Um, the only time that I would think that anybody would get their ass chewed out or, or uh, get their, you know, get their, uh, get their head wrung a little bit is, is if they were intentionally dangerous with somebody. Uh, or like wasn't listening and ended up hurting somebody which Hmm. you know as long as you're listening it's it's you know you you have a higher chance of hurting yourself in the ring by doing something yourself rather than being hurt with somebody else that's how i got hurt i i did i did something by myself and i got hurt uh and you know that's 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 on me so it's uh you know it's those kinds of things is is just making sure that the the trainees know that they're you know, being well, well taken care of and, uh, in, you know, encouraged obviously. But at the end, you know, if, if we have somebody who has been around the block a few times, they are more than happy to, to chime in and, and be like, you know, teach a small history lesson or whatnot, because the, the, the oral history of, of wrestling is, is something to behold the, the stories, the road stories, all that good stuff. It's all, it all bakes into the pie that is pro wrestling. Well, that's where it must be like, and I, I don't know for sure. I'm just guessing, right? A guy like Drexel showing up to the, to the course, you know, uh, you know, the training session that has a lot of mileage on him. You know, he's been down uh, in Florida there, you know, helping out down there at NXT, I think at one point or whatever it might have been. You know, I uh, remember something from the podcast we talked about down there, but uh, and his promos are phenomenal. So it must be wonderful for those young guys and and everyone else for having uh, Drexel come by and maybe showing some stuff. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, it's uh, it it's great uh, to have someone with <clears throat> such experience and like world knowledge as well, because Drexel has been. You know he he's worked down in South America a whole bunch, and so it's it, it's definitely cool to co- cool to see someone of of such uh, of such uh, lo- long in the tooth in the wrestling world to to have uh, to come in and and you know roll around with these guys. Oh man, it must be great because you know I've been watching his uh, his uh, deals on the uh, that other promotion Five CC we talked about. They've been doing that promo wars, man, and his. Uh, if it was me, he'd just win. I mean, I don't know who's winning. It's it's, a, it's it's like a vote, right? It's like the, you know, things you're voting for, but it's kind of a popularity contest. But his promos are maybe second to none around here. His promos are so good, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the other thing I was going to ask you about, about training, you mentioned cardio versus uh, ring cardio. Can you explain kind of maybe the difference between those two? Oh, man. So in-ring cardio is is something like you'll never you'll you'll never experience another thing like it 
you're always you're always moving, but it's always in a confined space. <laughs> and sometimes you're hitting the mat, sometimes you're hitting the turnbuckle, but you got to keep on moving. So that's why, like, let's say you have a you know you you have a ten minute match. You need twenty minutes worth of gas, right? You need to you need to make sure that you have double the amount of 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 gas to 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 know when you know to know where you're going. Uh, and a lot of these guys, uh, you know, especially, you know, especially the, the smaller ones among us, uh, the, the, the people who have a better metabolism, uh, in their life, uh, they have, uh, you know, they have, um, you know, they can have a, a gas tank that, you know, reaches the floor. It, it, they'll just go forever. Uh, but some like me, uh, you know, we get gassed in, in five or six minutes. A, I haven't done a whole bunch in, in a while. But even back when I was, like, training seriously, you know, I could go for six or seven or eight minutes. I could go hard for those, you know, seven or eight minutes, and then I'd be like, okay, well, I guess I'm, I'm, guess I'm, I'm, I'm a five-minute guy, and I'm done. <laughs> so <laughs> Got that Goldberg, you know, kind of like, okay, I got three and a half minutes. Yeah, yeah, I'm a I, I'm a tank with a Ferrari engine. I'll I'll <laughs> I'll I'll go hard and then I'll peter out. But uh, yeah, it's uh, it's it's just different. And when you're hitting those ropes, it's like it's like hitting a brick wall and then bouncing off of it back and forth. Mm-hmm. So you you your body just has to get used to starting, stopping, hitting, and uh, you know you just gotta you just you just gotta toughen up and callous up a little bit. Let's talk about just you and your training for a minute, man, because you said, you know, it's been a while, but you guys opened up this deal at the VFW Hall. Is it the same VFW Hall, by the way, that you guys have the shows at? Yes, sir. In the same room? Uh, no, we're we're downstairs. Okay, that's. I was like, wait a minute. He was saying that, but the room don't look like the same on the pictures. But anyway, <laughs> man, um, you know, how <clears throat> how fun has it been for you, you know, to be get to get back in there kind of jump around do your thing feel good about it too you know you said your knees ain't feeling too bad you know and all that stuff and uh you know how fun has it been for you just personally getting in there getting your kind of work in and uh working with other folks a little bit so i think i think for me it's more about not only getting back into like semi-decent shape so for for anybody listening i i like during pandemic i ballooned up to like 271 which was awful it was really bad um just because every day uh every day when i was work uh, when i was working and going into seattle i'm still working but i'm working from home um every day when i would go into seattle i was walking like 2.3 miles a day period like and that was at the bare minimum so i was getting in my steps and my walk so it didn't like I was hovering around like 250, 250, 255 um, at all times. Uh, and when you're walking a whole bunch, you can kind of fudge about what you want to eat and, and all that good stuff. Um, <laughs> but once pandemic hit, uh, I didn't as much and, you know, I, I, I got complacent. And then sometime in, in July, I, uh, I, I checked out. Like I, I, I got a, uh, I got a, uh, a, a scale, and I stepped on the scale, and it said uh, two seventy one, and I'm like, well, uh, none, of, no more of this. <laughs> uh, so from 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 July seventeenth to August 9th, I dropped fifteen pounds almost almost immediately. Uh, I was I was like two fifty four ish 
like a week ago. Um, and then, uh, unfortunately, uh, I think I might have talked a little bit too soon. Uh, getting back in, getting back into the ring, my knee feels great, uh, but my feet. So from Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday, I probably was active for about nine hours of those four days, like total, which is a lot. Like that's a lot of walking. That's a lot of activity. That's a lot of working out. And my uh, my feet are like mm, maybe not. Uh, so <laughs> they 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 got a little uh, they 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 got a little pissy with me so uh i took a couple days off of walking i'm gonna go start walking again tomorrow uh but um getting back in the ring like it it, it feels good uh before our shows typically i'll get in the ring i'll bump around i'll, I'll do a couple rolls just to kind of familiar my familiarize myself with the sounds again and and make sure that like you know i'm not you know jumping out of my seat when somebody gets hit um but uh getting back in the ring and and doing some of the drills uh <laughs> Knowing how to, I can still do a leapfrog. That's pretty cool, um, especially on my bad knee. Um, I have a, I have a, uh, I have a, a doctor's appointment on Wednesday, uh, next Wednesday, to see if there's anything that they want to do with my knee. If there's like a special brace that I can wear, because it's not, it doesn't hurt, but I, I always have like a, I always have like a, a small twinge of like uneasiness or un, uh, unstableness um, in my knee just because of my ACL tear. Mm -hmm. So they want to just check out and, and see what's going on before I decide to do anything drastic, like uh, get in the ring and wrestle a whole bunch, right. uh, which I already did. So, <laughs> uh, well, Jokes on them, I already did it. Yeah, uh, well, so, you don't think I could do that, doctor? Uh, check out this video my buddy took, you know. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> um, so we... we I, I, I got this new uh, knee sleeve, uh, which has uh, a couple of extra bits of padding. So it's been incredible. I, I wear it when I'm walking. I don't feel any pain or any unstableness. Um, so who knows? Uh, who knows what the future brings? I'm hoping that 2021 might see the return of a certain wild man uh, character that may <laughs> or may not been uh, in dormant hiding since 2018. But uh, who who knows? Uh, but being back in that ring, uh, the bumps feel great. Uh, the minute that I took I, I took my first bump after five months, I'm like, oh, I love every single part of this. Every single pain, bruise, ache, soreness. It's all worth it. I wouldn't change it for the world. And if you don't mind me asking, how's the uh, missus uh, thinking about all this? You back in the ring? She says as as long as I'm safe. She doesn't care. However, um, I really want to do a death match, and she's not down with it. So uh, I might just have <laughs> to go out of. I, I might have to go out of state to 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 do this death match. So uh, who um, knows? You, um, <laughs> not only out of state, you might have to wear a mask and go under a different identity, my man. Oh, see, yeah, that's uh, that's that's probably that's probably a good idea. <laughs> uh, I, I I can't be on the death match bandwagon with you, but you know what? That's your own personal deal between you and your family. <laughs> Man, I I love it to death. It's uh... well, just real quick to get into that. I mean, you know, IWTV has been playing some, you know, on Sunday, Saturday mornings, things like that. You can go back and watch them. Everything, you know, all that. It's such a great IWTV is one of the greatest things ever. And we're going to talk about that in a while. One of your best matches from your promotion is one of the hot things on there, right? 
But anyway, uh, tell us about watching those uh, death match. What is it about those, man? What 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 really just grabs you about them? What do you love about them? Why do you keep going back to them? It, it's not my thing, but I don't have anything against people loving what they love. So my so the reason why I'm I'm in pro wrestling is because of Mick Foley, uh, you know, Cactus Jack, Mankind, Dude Love, and. Uh, He's always been a favorite of mine. Legitimately, the reason why I got into wrestling was was because of Mick Foley, um, and uh, his his deathmatch stuff in Japan so good. His hardcore matches in in EC in ECW great. His his hardcore matches in WWF uh, incredible. Like <laughs> the Hell in a Cell. Everybody talks about the Hell in a Cell match, but nobody talks about. Uh, the the match that he and uh, Triple H had at Royal Rumble 2000, that match was like almost like so perfect. Um, additionally, the the match that he had come back, uh, I think it was WrestleMania 21 or 20 with um, when he uh, when he faced Edge in that hardcore match mm-hmm. uh, was uh, so good, <laughs> and I think it kind of sparked my 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 ultra violent side. Um, oh, wow. But it's it's really. Yeah. It's really these guys and girls are, are, are going out and doing something that, uh, you know, I want to do. Uh, and I, I feel, you know, it's, it's it's just a certain it's just a certain itch that it scratches. And it's not because it's like ultra violent and blood and guts and everything. It's just it's really cool to see how much passion these guys have and how much they're willing to do and how far they're willing to go mm. to to like you know entertain the crowds and that's what wrestling was all about in the, in, in the beginning um it's all about entertaining cl- crowds right now but in the beginning beginning it was you know hey we have this pit outside and this is a you know it's a carny you know it's a carnival <laughs> these guys are going to go beat the shit out of each other you know let's go watch it and that's where rest that's where pro wrestling started so it's really just a harken back to to the og days man that's some uh old school shit then because uh dude i mean i'm asking about you know the 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 lightning bulbs the bob wire you know the explosion type stuff you know um i love all of it (laughs) okay that's what i was gonna say is there is there so much that's too much or you just kind of dig on all of it i dig on everything the the only thing that i cringe on and like I'll watch everything. Like, I don't care. Because uh, obviously they're not... Like, they're getting hurt, but they're not getting, like, more like morbidly hurt. Like, 90, 99% of the time when an injury happens in pro wrestling, it's in a regular match. Very rarely does a death match actually, like, have some reason to go to the hospital. Um, the only the only thing that gets me uh, is the barbecue, like, the, the bamboo skewers oh. that they do in the head. Uh, and then they, you know, they, they, they bop, bop, bop them into the head and then it flays out and they kind of look like they have like a hundred, you know, <laughs> things coming out of their head. It's great. Um, but it's, it's, th- that's the one thing I'm like, that sucks. Like that, <laughs> that bit is just, ah! but I love it. So it doesn't, you just <laughs> love can't, it anyway. Can't but away. what so. about, um, uh, thoughts on about, uh, cuts, you know, infections, Things like that, because sometimes the death matches, from what I see, I mean, you know more than I do. I've seen them held outside in like a dirt lot. Like, is you know, is that the best thing to you know, 
you know, to clean it up. I mean, you get stuff in there if you're landing outside. I mean, I, I don't know. I'm asking you. So, and I'm not, I'm not an expert, and I haven't run a deathmatch show. I'm not a deathmatch wrestler. Please don't. Matches, and I've watched enough, and I've, I'm in the business, you know, I'm quote unquote in the business, um, that if it was an all the time thing where people were getting infections or, you know, getting, you know, getting hurt, you know, worse than it appears, you know, it would be a little bit worse, but I've never heard of somebody getting an infection that could be tied back to a death match. I see more people get MRSA at WWE and, and the big guys than mm-hmm. I do these small companies having death matches. Um, what I feel is is that they probably go and they bathe in peroxide and mm-hmm. and you know they get all you know they get all of it out um, and uh, you know if anybody's listening who is a deathmatch wrestler or runs a deathmatch show and if I am wrong please do reach out and correct me um, but uh, but that's I've never heard of anybody getting seriously hurt like I've heard about like oh f- you know my toenail fell off because I kicked a guy and I you know it it landed wrong. Like that sucks, mm. and you have to take care of it. But like that can happen in any match, not just not just death matches. So, you know, it's it, it's kind of, and they're all agreeing to it. Like they're all agreeing mm-hmm. to the wrestling. So, you know, if it's if it's if it's okay with them, it's okay with them. Hey, I don't disagree with you one minute. One minute on all those uh, points you just made. It's just not a thing for me, and that's yeah. all I got to say about that. <laughs> understandable but uh you know you, you kind of mentioned it earlier about the um the outdoor shows a couple of the uh you know promotions been having uh what gcw beyond maybe some other ones um i've watched maybe a couple of the gcw ones that i've got on fight i think you've gotten one or two of them um but what are your thoughts on those shows i thought they were did a really good job you know when i was watching just my opinion as a, a fan myself just watching, uh, most people had their masks on, or if they were sitting, they may have had it pulled down while they're drinking beer, but they weren't moving around. My only problem with it was, I don't remember what match it was on the last show I watched from GCW, and they kind of went over towards where the body of water was. There was like a river or lake or something over there, and um, the fans kind of followed, and everyone got kind of close together. Yep. But other than that, I think, uh, you know, the show, a couple shows I've watched, I think they've done a good job. Uh, the wrestlers, you know, wrestling hard. And, uh, what are your thoughts on this? I think it's, I think as long, as long as everybody understands the risks and knows that, like, I know that Brett, who is the owner of GCW, I know that he was in the crowd policing, making sure that everybody was, you know, being safe. Uh, as you know, as safe as humanly possible. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, at at some point, you know, at at some point, especially in these spaces that might not be as as affected um, as like Seattle or Florida or you know California, some of these places don't have a large contingent of of corona. They 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 just don't. Um, and the reason is a there might be a little bit less people there, but also because they've done a little bit better job, uh, you know, with with the response. I don't know if it's my like I don't know if there was a if there was a wrestling show in Washington um, that was doing what GCW is doing. I don't think I would go, 
Um, but I think that's only because I have people who work like my mom works for like with elderly people. So if I mm-hmm. came back and gave her something, it would be catastrophic, right? Right. Um, so it, it that's more of a me thing. Um, do I think that they should be able to do it? I mean, yes. It, in, you know, we're all talking about like the right to, you know, the right to wear masks or the right not to wear a mask or, or whatever. Like, as long as it is a private event and they are requiring masks and they are far apart outside of the one or two instances that I've seen, I think that's fine. Uh, and I think it's great that people are getting booked again. Um, I, I just don't. I just don't know if I would be able to do it in in Washington. Um, if well, it was a space, like um, if I got a contact and be like, "Hey, you th- want to come out to GCW and watch the show?" I'm like, "Absolutely, I'd come out and, and watch the show." Um, but I, you know, I I don't think I would do it in Washington. Not 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 yet. And obviously, that was going to be my next question. Uh, and you know, and why doesn't that work here? Is it our rules, regulations, or is it just because we were you know such a hot spot? I mean, I agree with you, obviously. You know, it wouldn't be for me at, you know, at my age, I also, not just beyond my, beyond myself, I work in a medical clinic with uh, patients that are elderly and everything else, have all kinds of disabilities, so I wouldn't want to take that back there either. But, uh, you know, is it, is there such rules here in Washington that could it really never happen? So, because we were such a hot spot and because our governor has been a little bit more uh, public about how the how the phases are going. Mm-hmm. Um, we you know we've had a regardless of what side of the aisle you're on or whatever. Everybody's dealing with this pandemic as, as best as they can um, at, at a personal level. Like as, as from a person to person level, I believe that everybody is doing the best that they can. Um, the people in general are are dumb and stupid, but pe- like persons <laughs> like singular people are fine. Um, so it's like that Will Smith quote from <laughs> Men in Black. Right. Oh no, it was uh, Tommy Lee Jones. He's like, yeah. you know, people dumb, panic, <laughs> but but a person is smart and understandable. Oh, um, man. So uh, the you know it's I think it I I think it's multiple things. A uh, wrestling is so weird in Washington anyway that I don't think anybody really wants to push the envelope, um, which I. I completely agree with um and then additionally we're so we're so uh in the thick of it in terms of, of of the virus that i don't think that anybody would come to the show honestly you know and obviously you can't you can't run a profitable or even a show that breaks even with you know five people coming to the show Mm-mm. so yeah they're not paying off uh, those salaries that the people you bring in and you know the cost of renting whatever place and all that kind of things right right Mm, mm, mm. but uh you know beyond that kind of stuff the indie shows doing their deal with uh you know you know the smaller crowds and everyone trying to be social distancing and i did like that one at the it was like the amphitheater the last uh gcw show i thought that was i thought it was a really good show other than that one thing we talked about but what yep. are your thoughts on uh you know the tv wrestling you know wwe AEW impact, you know, with these empty arena shows, you know, some are, some are coming off really good. Some aren't, you know, um, I don't know some of it's been fun. I've enjoyed the AEW stuff. 
you know, other things come off a little flat, but I'm not trying to hammer one thing or another. I do like the impact. I watched that Slammiversary show and kind of been checking out some of their, uh, you know, weekly shows up until then. Mm-hmm. But, uh, man, your thoughts on all this uh, TV, empty arena wrestling? I think uh, I, I think Slammiversary was probably one of the best, uh, like, total package shows I've seen in a long time. Yeah. Uh, start to finish, great, great show. Um, didn't, you know, it didn't hurt that, that Chris Bay won that X division championship <laughs> though. Uh, so that, that was obviously a little, you know, a little, Oh, good job, Chris. Uh, but I, I'll be honest. I haven't watched, I haven't watched a weekly WWE show or a pay-per-view in, I think I watched, I did watch one of the money or I, I watched two of the money in the bank matches. And then I watched WrestleMania because I needed to see what they were going to do. Of course, um, because it was it was out of morbid morbid curiosity. I, I needed to see what they were doing. And then um, I believe that we all watched. Um, uh, there was a group of us that watched uh, socially distanced. Obviously, uh, we watched the AEW show that came out, which was. Oh, what was that show? Was it Revolution? I don't know which one, but I think it was AEW. <laughs> anyway, it was like a month and a half ago, two months ago. Right, right. Um, but I haven't watched weekly. I haven't watched we- weekly big time wrestling shows in in forever. I'll catch Impact on Twitch every now and then. Um, but honestly, I'm I'm watching more independent stuff, uh, mm-hmm. like I have been over the last five, four or five years. Um, and you know, they're doing the best they can. WWE has this new Thunderdome thing that they're doing. Which might be cool. Otherwise, you know, they have the money to do it, so good on right. them. Um, AEW having people in the crowd that are socially distanced, I think that's you know that's great. Um, Impact, I think, is still doing the same kind of thing where they have people in the crowd, mm-hmm. but they're like wrestlers and refs and stuff, and that's great. Um, you know, everybody is kind of doing, trying to do what they can to make it through. Um, I know that MLW and Ring of Honor, I think, are going back into production. So maybe we're coming on the other, like on the other side of this. Maybe um, I, I, I don't know. Especially not out here. Like right. out here is done for the year. Like right. we're done. We're just not doing anything. So uh, you know, entertain the crowd as as, as best as you can. Um, and I give I give full way more props to places like GCW, ICW. Uh, IW, well, I'm not going to say IW Mid-South because that one show was bad. But uh, <laughs> but um, a- any of those shows, uh, Warrior, Warrior Wrestling did a show in a baseball field yeah. or a fo- they did it on a football field. And uh, it was perfect. It looked incredible. They had a lot of people there, but they were all like dozens and dozens of feet apart because they, they were in a football field. So um, that was really cool. That was like a, a grade A textbook decision on on how to do a wrestling show during a pandemic i just don't know if we out here could do something like that (laughs) yeah right on right on but uh let me talk to you let's get back to just basic without a cause wrestling it was just the one year anniversary right the bayversary whatever he calls things these days it's all about bay 365 what's that What'd you say? It was Bayteenth, baby. Bayteenth, baby. August Bayteenth. And, yep. uh, you know, he's over a year with the Without a Cause Championship. And uh, your thoughts on Chris Bay, what he's meant to your promotion, uh, representing, uh, you know, like you said, he recently just took the X Division Championship. And, uh, man, t- 
tell us about Chris B. Uh, you know, Chris came in and, uh, obviously he came in as a tag team as April, uh, April, 2019, uh, part of double impact or sorry, double platinum. My bad. <laughs> uh, and, um, we don't talk about the other guy anymore, but, uh, Chris Bay, um, came in in August, not knowing exactly what we were doing. And we're like, Hey, we're going to put the belt on you. And he's like, mm, Okay. And uh, he came in, he grabbed the title, and uh, haven't looked back since. Le- le- legitimately legitimately the, the coolest thing um, the coolest thing that, that we've done, um, and he'll say up and down that, that we gave him a chance and, and you know we kind of gave him the ball and he's running with it. Uh, but he did the same thing for us. Uh, you know, without a cause, back in August was just gaining steam. Like July was great, August was incredible, and we were had so mo so much momentum. But up until that point, we were still considered a, a fairly small show. Um, but after after moving to the VFW and and putting out some incredible matches within uh, the shows, top to bottom, mm-hmm. incredible matches, incredible cards. Uh, Chris Bay believes in the product, and and uh, you know he's he's going to hold on to that title with all he's got. Oh, dude, he's been fantastic, man. Uh, the way he conducts himself in the ring, social media, you know, all that stuff. He's representing at uh, other promotions with championships. Uh, the X Division Championship at Impact recently took that from uh, Willie Mack. And uh, I think he's just a great guy to just be kind of, uh, you know, riding that sail around, you know, for Without a Cause, man. And uh, he's, uh, he's great. I mean, he's even had that, uh, let's talk about the match him and Hammerstone. It is one of the most popular, if not the most popular match on IWTV, man. Uh, they almost broke the ceiling, the the lights, the, you know. The... <laughs> don't, don't talk to me about it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. But anyway, man, talk yeah. about that and that match, Hammerstone. Um, you know, like I said, one of the most popular things people are watching on IWTV. You know, that match comes out like it comes up every three or four days. Like we, we get tagged in something vi- almost once a week. It, it's got to be on average once a week. And uh, <laughs> it's, it's definitely one of the most, it's probably the most watched without a cause match uh, on IWTV. Um, and then we moved it over to YouTube to, as a celebration of, of August 18th. Um, and another five or 600 people have watched it since, uh, which is great. Since Tuesday, which is wild to me, um, or since Monday when we when re- when we released it, um, the amount of love and likes and comments and support that those two guys got in that ring, in that twenty-seven minute classic, it's it's easily top five matches I've ever seen live, uh, and that's not me trying to blow smoke up whack you know up up my own promotion's ass, but man, <laughs> it is. It's a great match, and everybody should go watch it. It is, it is as perfect as you can get. It was, uh, you know, one on one, Chris Bay, Hammerstone. I mean, I was there live in the audience. It was just something of, it was art. It was art. Like that's what I have to say because it was so perfect. 
they put it together, the both of them. You know, Hammerstone's this big, giant, muscular, strong guy. Chris Bay, a little bit smaller, a strong guy, but not maybe as giant as the muscular Hammerstone. And, uh, you know, they went toe to toe, you know, foot to kick, foot to face. And it was just so much fun. And one of the best matches, you know, I've ever seen live ever. There's well, I definitely appreciate it, and I know that they they also appreciate it. I know that every time that it gets brought up, they retweet it, they talk about it. Hammerstone brings it up himself, like every every other month or so. He's like, <laughs> "Man, I keep, I keep on going back to this match." I'm like, "Hell yeah, man!" <laughs> <laughs> and, and just real quick about Hammerstone, what'd you think about him? He's off, dude. The dude just doesn't stop. He just keeps. He's working out. He got that, you know, he got some uh, weights, I think, and he's been working out at home. You know, he went out there, messed with that duck a little bit, but then he, like, went and took, like, actual competition medals and trophies in a weightlifting competition, man. How, what are your thoughts on a guy like that? Man, I love Hammer. He is one of the nicest people in the business I've, I've ever met. Um, and uh, I think that anything, anything that he sets his mind to, he, he's, he's going to do it. Uh, you know, he really put his nose to the grindstone for the uh, for the uh, bodybuilding competition that, that he was part of. Since, since wrestling wasn't happening, he's like, well, I'm going to go back to bodybuilding for, for a little bit. Obviously, wrestling is still his thing. Um, but if it's not happening, then why not go and do the other thing that he's well known for? So, uh, you know, him... Him and him and Bay and uh, you know the, the the guys who keep are keeping themselves busy during pandemic. Effie, Danhausen, Warhorse, yeah. you know all these guys. Um, you know uh, they're you know Alley Cat. You know all all these people that are, are are blowing up because of what they're doing during pandemic and keeping themselves uh, you know active and uh, keeping themselves relevant. Super important, uh, not only for their own self-esteem and their own confidence and, and all that, but also just uh, for for brand recognition from like a, from like a economic standpoint. It's a better you know it's a better way to do that rather than just sitting on the couch. Mm-hmm. Do I uh, do I poo poo people who are just sitting on the couch? Absolutely not. This is a weird time. Do whatever you need to do to get through it. I'm just saying that these guys are, are taking the taking what a bad situation is and making the best out of it. Mm. And dude, uh, not only an anniversary for Chris Bay, an anniversary recently came up for without a cause. It's been a couple years, right? Yeah. So uh, <coughs> technically, so so Excuse without me. a cause has uh, without a cause has three anniversaries. Technically, we have July fifth, which is our 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 designation as an LLC as like an actual company. We we have a company. It is a actual business. Then we have August, uh, August. I think it was eighteenth. It was August eighteenth. Um, <laughs> August eighteenth is the day that we announced without a cause. When I posted on Facebook, hey, here's what we're doing, and this is what we're doing, and here's why we're doing it, and where we're doing it. And then we have October 21st, which is our actual show date anniversary, our first show date anniversary. So I always feel that the most important one is obviously the date that we had our first show. But I feel that sentimentally, it's it's August, it's August uh, 18th is the day that I get more like choked up on is because that's the day that I kind of learned 
real quick about the business and the, who your friends are, who your friends aren't. Because uh, I, I got a lot of shit for starting up without a cause. And uh, <laughs> looking back, I wouldn't have changed it for the world. Well, you shouldn't because you should be proud of what you've done. Uh, I remember the day of that first show, we were there, me and Mrs. Clams, you know, Philip. You know, we all made it up there for that first show, and uh, you guys, uh, you know, put on a great show. It was a lot of fun, but uh, at that first show, that was only going to be your one show, right? Wasn't that your just thought? You're going to do one show and move on? So, initially, when we thought that we were just going to run one show, we, uh, the week before, we or the, like, two weeks before the first show, we determined, okay, let's run... Let's run three shows because we had a damage deposit, like like we had a security deposit at the um, at the Normana, and I'm like I don't really want to just spend this and get it back immediately. <laughs> and then we had to spend five hundred dollars for the license to run the show. So and that was good for a year. So I'm like, well, I don't want to just waste, you know, not waste, but I don't want to spend five hundred dollars and, you know. We we were going to lose money on our first few shows anyway, but I'm like, I'd really rather not lose like four grand on just running a show just because we can. So we just, you know, we just went ahead and started running shows. But yeah, it, it was initially just going to be one show. And then finding out what all goes into running a show, we're <laughs> like, oh, it's going to be way, way easier to do way more shows. Um, and uh, then by... By March, I feel that everybody started to feel like, oh man, whack is like a, it's a contender. And then by by July, we were we were truly, we were truly punching above our weight. Come July, and we had so much you know so much momentum heading into 2020. You know, our January and February oh. show killed it. Great shows, um, and then obviously March happened, and then, then the world stopped. But yeah. And that's not your guys' fault, not the wrestlers' fault, not the fans' fault. It just happened, and uh, you know when it when it comes back, you know we'll all be back for you guys, right? Oh yeah, uh, man those those first. So I'm not taking any like analytics. I'm not doing any economics for our first like couple of shows back. Obviously, we want to be within budget, but like I'm not thinking about like oh man, we sold you know 140 tickets, 180 tickets, because I know that there are variables outside of without a cause and outside of COVID that are going to make it so without a cause and any other show really that are going to be very, very popular for like the first three or four shows, just because people are going to want to go out to see wrestling again and going out to do things again. Um, that it, it's not fair to set up ourselves for failure in like a year from now <clears throat> or a year from year and a half from now knowing that, you know, those numbers aren't true numbers. They're COVID numbers. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Well, man, we're getting kind of long here, but let me just ask you a couple of questions about some shows that were going to happen. Yes. And didn't happen. First of all, the uh, whack no handshakes. Like you had, <laughs> you had announced that it was going to happen, and then obviously shit happened, you know, and everyone that is a whack fan or even lives around here understands but I remember that one fucking troll. Excuse me. Excuse my language there. I try not to do that too much. But there was that troll that kind of messed with you about that. And that always pissed me off. You know. But uh, it was what it was. It was going to be obviously a fun show. But uh, let us know a little about that. Yeah. So we were uh, we were going to. Um, we were going to be doing some uh, some really cool 
<sighs> man, it's just so so heartbreaking when I'm thinking about it because I'm sorry. I'm sorry, like, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> we had some really really cool things that that, that were happening in uh, in not only March but like April, May, and June were going to be stellar shows. Yeah. Stellar. May was going to have Andrew Everett, uh, Manders, uh, you know, the, the, the Corn Belt Cowboy. Uh, we were working on maybe having Hornswoggle come out. Uh, we had we had so many cool things that, that we were going to do in May. Um, and that No Handshake show, we had had it planned for like six months. Like we had the name picked out and everything because Chris, here's a little bit of, uh, you know, behind the scenes. Chris hates the wrestler handshake thing. Like, the idea that you have to do a handshake when you get to the arena, he hates it. I love it because it bugs him so much. So it's kind of like a, it's kind of just a, like a funny thing that I love because he hates it. Um, so we came up with the <laughs> No Handshake show. And uh, who knew that it would be so uh, so uh, aptly named? <laughs> so right. uh, Andrew Everett, you know, Hornswoggle, Manders. Uh, we had a, another guy that was supposed to come on the show, but he actually retired from wrestling. It was Pat Monix. Oh, wow. Um, he uh, he re- retired before before we could, like, make any announcements. Uh, but, yeah, we had we had some really, really cool shows come and planned. Obviously, June was going to be MDK, uh, Nick Gage, mm-hmm. for the kids, mm-hmm. obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, Always but, for the know, kids. Obviously, for the kids, MDK all effing day. Uh, but April was going to be fun because it was Kylie Ray. Kylie Ray was going to mm-hmm. come in and, and uh, be part of our our uh, our Fool's Gold two show. Yep. And obviously, we're, we 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 missed out on some really really fun stuff with without a cause housing. Oh, missing Danhausen, Effie, uh, Warhorse, Freya the Slayer. Like th- that we, show was going to be wild. We were going to see the debut. Of the Bash Brothers that day, the debut of the Bash Brothers—they're just a ta- uh, the, sorry, they're 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 just a T-shirt company, folks. <laughs> <laughs> hey, they're making a lot of dough off them T-shirts and what that shit they do. <laughs> yes, sir. But yeah, it's uh, you know, if, if if this time gave us anything, it was it was uh, it was a good way, not a good way, but it was it, it was it was a way to reassess everything and see what's going on in in wrestling. Obviously we had the speaking out thing that happened. Uh, yep. the uh, that that entire that entire movement that happened and uh, a lot of people that I considered either or actual friends mm. were outed as bad people and that sucks. Uh, it sucks that they're bad people, but yep. it sucks worse for the victims. Exactly. Um, cleaned out some fools. And I yeah, cut ties with all of them. Yep, Fuck. exactly. Sorry, screw all of them. They're they're all they're all they're all dead to me. It, it Hashtag screw those people. So, Hashtag um, they're dead to me. Yep. <laughs> anyway, so uh, yeah, it's uh, it's uh, you know, it gave us time to get through that, um, it, and it needed to happen, um, obviously. Uh, and uh, when wrestling comes back for you know our side of the country. It's going to be wild. I know oh, that man. Defy has some really, really cool shows, uh, you know, in 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 the hopper. Uh, Without a cause, obviously, has some really, really cool things that we're just kind of sitting on, waiting on. Uh, you know, okay, we're going to do it. We're going to do it, and then uh, so it's you know, it's wrestling in twenty twenty one in the Pacific Northwest is going to be mighty healthy. Hopefully, hopefully, 
Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed, man. Whatever you got to do, if you're, you're a prayer person or just, you know, just, you know, fingers clinched person, man, it, it's got to happen because uh, we're missing out on the rest of this year. You know, the Pacific Northwest, no matter what happened with a couple companies this last uh, so many months, is still a major hotspot for professional wrestling. Uh, all you have to do is look over AEW. You'll see some people over there. But, uh, man... So much fun. Uh, dude, another thing I got to ask you real quick here before we head off into the sunset, Brain Busters Tees. Man, I just ordered my hat. My Bigfoot uh, Loves uh, Whack t-shirt the other day. Yeah. Your thoughts on this new company and uh, your relationship with them. Yeah, so uh, for those of you who don't know, Brain Buster Tees is run by uh, our commissioner, uh, Taylor Bartle. Um, it is not... A part of whack at all in any official capacity we're just a a vendor on there uh we just have a storefront on there um it is also run by by a good friend of mine keenan um as well as a friend down in california named kevin nesgoda uh taylor had this idea like a couple months ago and they all got together and started this company and uh it's it's shooting off like hotcakes it's it's real good um i'm ha i'm hearing a lot of good things about the merch quality um the hats are selling really good um but uh yeah it's 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 just another cool way for people to do something during during the pandemic for people who still can have a little bit of you know expendable cash i know that that's you know kind of a problem these days but if you do have the extra cash Go and support the, the 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 wrestlers that you love and the companies that, that you love. Um, and I say this every time that, that I talk to anybody during the pandemic. Without a cause and like us, we're fine. Please, if you if you do love it, support it. Great. We we love you for it. But man, please support the wrestlers that you love. Uh, that may not have another thing going on, may not have a like a, a a shoot job, if you will, or or a job that pays the bills. And wrestling really helps them out. So support them first and foremost. Without a cause, is going to be here for years and years and years to come. Yes, they will, with uh, some support. And uh, speaking of support, the last couple things I just want to ask you a quick. I know you got to head out. But uh, what about uh, Tony V's, man? Uh, are they going to be coming back anytime soon? I know they had to kind of shut down because of all this whole thing. You know, um, I didn't really talk to Tony. Uh, you know, I, I, I went in a couple of times when they were still doing their, their food to go. And I've talked to Ben a couple of times, who is one of their, uh, their like, business manager people. Um, the hope is that maybe in Q4, Q1 next year, they'll, they'll be able to come out, uh, of it, but who knows? Um, and if, 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 if it's true and the last time that we were able to do any, uh, was in January, uh, you know, or February, February, um, you know, then I, you know, I, I love Tony and the team. They were so good to us and, uh, I know that we were good to them. But uh, if if we have a chance to be good to them again, we're gonna come back full full force. We're gonna pack that place. Hey man, uh, it's the, real sad. Those uh, the place you go in there, great brewskis, great uh, burgers, some great food in there, and uh, man, you know I know they held the concerts in there and different kind of shows. So I'm uh, I'm sad to hear about it, but uh, hopefully they can uh, make it back when uh, hopefully this new year turns around. 
you know, and uh, hopefully we can uh, get some stuff back. But anyway, dude, we're going to head out for the evening and uh, social media, man. Where do we find uh, yourself without a cause wrestling and all that kind of stuff? Okay, so you can follow me. That's Max. You can follow me everywhere. Max Wrestling, W-A, M-A-X, Wrestling, W-A, as in Washington. Um, I am Max Wrestling, W-A, everywhere. Twitch, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, uh, RedTube, Pornhub, whatever you got. I got it. <laughs> um, I'm, uh, I'm, 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 I'm coming after Four Minutes of Heat's uh, Pornhub account. That, yes, that's what I'm doing. You're certified on Pornhub certified on Pornhub uh, for sure. Um, additionally, please go follow Without a Cause. It's Without a Cause WA everywhere. That is also on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and on YouTube. Our YouTube, we exploded over this last like two or three weeks. We've gained like 350 subscribers in the last two or three weeks. So please go and uh, watch a whole bunch of wrestling that's on our YouTube as well. Um, we're also on IWTV. You can just search without a cause and watch all of our shows since July 28, uh, 2019 up on IWTV. Max, I love you, buddy. I love you. The uh, without a cause organization, the people that are a part of it. And I can't wait until next year when we see, you know, where it all goes from there. Hopefully we'll be back in that uh, VFW Hall, a couple hundred of us, the wrestlers, you know, yourself, and just having a great time. And uh, any final thoughts before we uh, say goodbye? Yo, wear your mask, please, for the love of God. Um, if you love wrestling or if you love going anywhere, hey, do you remember things and stuff? I do. Um, I really enjoy going out to places, so wear your mask. And maybe, maybe, just maybe, by uh, some stroke of luck, January 2021, we can actually go and do things again, um, which includes pro wrestling. Uh, that's my passion, my love, so please let me do the thing that I love. Um, and that's uh, that's all I got to say about that. <laughs> Dude, it ain't been the same without pro wrestling. And Max, dude, I'll talk to you again soon. Uh, hopefully we'll see each other before any more long conversations. But, man, I love you guys, love the organization, and can't wait to see you guys again soon. Have a good night. Yes, you too. Love you too, Lyle. We'll see you guys later. This episode recorded at the Bigfoot headquarters. This has been a Swagamore production production.